VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome to Positive Living, the program that brings you practical and inspiring principles for living more authentic, engaging, and passionate lives. Created by Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now, with Positive Living, here's Patricia Raskin. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. As I always say, it's an honor and pleasure to be with you each week and to bring you such amazing guests that help you to live the kind of life you want, that help you to transform your lives and turn your obstacles into opportunities and to make your dreams come true and to have a healthy life as well. And today our topic is creating an environmentally healthy lifestyle. Before I introduce my guest, I have a new sponsor and talking about lifestyle and health. We're talking to Jane Iredell's Mineral Makeup, which is made from the Earth's minerals. And our new sponsor has an amazing makeup that feels weightless and gives unsurpassed coverage to achieve a skin that looks healthy and youthful. This is not an ordinary makeup because it doesn't contain fillers like talc or skin sensitizers like fragrance, chemical dyes, or preservatives. Jane Iredell's Mineral Makeup is a foundation, concealer, powder, and sunscreen all in one and can be worn by those with the most sensitive skins and comes, in fact, highly recommended by dermatologists and plastic surgeons. I use this skincare product, and I love it. I love their mineral makeup. I call it skincare because it feels like skincare. It doesn't feel like makeup. To experience this revolutionary new makeup by Jane Iredell that will change your life, please call this number, 678-472-3866. Again, 678-472-3866. Or email Michelle Sensky, M-F-E-N-S-K-E, at Jane Iredell, J-A-N-E-I-R-E-D-A-L-E, for a retailer near you. And speaking of minerals and the earth and health, that's what my guest is talking about today in creating an environmentally healthy lifestyle. My guest is Jennifer Apple. And Jennifer Apple really um, is going to bring us on a, on a journey into the world of organics and water quality and plant vitamins. Jennifer Apple is dedicated to finding and disseminating information about natural healing. Her experience within the field of landscape architecture, from design to construction and maintenance, has given her a rich tapestry of information. And she is the president of Landscape Vitamins. And her company works all over the world. Welcome, Jennifer Apple. Good morning, Patricia. Good morning, audience. I appreciate being on your show today. Well, I'm glad. And you're calling from Hawaii today. Yes, I'm in beautiful Hawaii today. Mm-hmm. And, and your company is in both Hawaii and Houston. The main office is in Houston, yes. In Houston. Um, now tell us, tell us about how you created this company, Landscape Vitamins. How did this originate? Well, actually, it started, It came out of the landscape architecture business, which is found at www.landscapehouston.com. Mm-hmm. And what we found was that in the process of designing a landscape, installing a landscape, and then maintaining it, we were having a lot of problems with things like ground patch or aphids, black spot, 
And the products that we were using over and over again were really very harsh chemicals mm-hmm. that were designed to kill things because that's what we had been taught. And through my understanding of soil microbiology with Dr. Elaine Ingham, we started to realize that by killing things, we weren't actually making the ground any healthier, and we certainly weren't making our plants healthy, but we were keeping them on a very steady chemical diet. And through many years of experience, we started to come up with private label products specific to certain environments that would allow the biology to be fed so that the plants would be healthy. And but but in doing that, what would happen to the to the bad sort of the the weeds or the the things that are not good for the plants? What would happen to those? Well, uh, only sick plants get past their diseases. So if we feed the plants healthy things that give them a great immune system, mm-hmm. they don't end up with the pests and diseases to begin with. Now the issue about weeds. Honestly, any plant that you do not want at that time is considered a weed. Uh, the big joke is if, if you have a cotton plant growing in a cornfield, technically that would be a weed because the owner doesn't want it at that time. But truly, weeds that we see in the normal landscape are caused by using synthetic chemicals that kill the fungus in the soil, thereby allowing bacteria to grow, which allows a weed to grow. So if you have a healthy plant that has a very long root system, there's no room for that weed to grow. All right, then, Jennifer, having said what you said, why is it that more people haven't caught on to this? Why are we still using the pesticides and the chemicals? We have a very fantastic media machine for the chemical companies. Um, in fact, almost every single fertilizer that you can find in a big box retail store is created, its main base is a byproduct of natural gas production. So the gas companies really, really want you to use synthetic fertilizer. And it wouldn't be very fortuitous or very profitable if they told you that there was an organic method to use because you wouldn't need all the chemicals for black spot or brown patch or aphids or scale because your plants don't get them. Is it more uh, labor-intensive to use the organic methods and the chemical method? Absolutely not. You know, I like to look at a forest. Um, Nobody goes out and fertilizes or waters the forest, and it does pretty well without our help. In fact, pre-1886, there were no fertilizers used for landscapes because they didn't exist. This is something that's happened within the last 100 years. And even though the Earth is about 13 to 14 billion years old, we seem to think today that the methods that we've been taught within the last 100 years are the only methods to use. Now, you, one of the things you talk about in your material is your, your use of compost. Talk about how you use compost and how folks can use it, the everyday compost, for their, their plants and their landscape. That is a fantastic question, Patricia. Thank you very much. Compost is basically your yard trimmings and your leaves and the weeds from your yard that you've pulled out of your flower bed. Some people will compost every single thing that they have except for glass, metal, plastic. 
and some people just do green waste. Um, and it's just composting is just allowing the grass and the leaves and whatever else you're putting in there to degrade naturally with the use of the little bugs in the soil. And then that is used back on the plant. And, in fact, that has been the method of fertilization throughout uh, the Roman Empire, the Mayan Empire, and everybody, the Chinese Empire, uh, all the way up to about 1886. So what you're saying is that anybody can use compost really as fertilizer. Oh, absolutely. And there are many, many, many types of compost. Just like there are many types of cars, there are many types of compost. And all composts are not used for the same purpose. Someone who has a, a manure-based compost, whether it is turkey, chicken, cow, sheep, horse, rabbit, those type of products are used normally in uh, like heavy agriculture. You wouldn't normally use something like that in your backyard. However, you would use a cotton burr compost or a green waste, which is leaves and, leaves and grasses kind of thing, for a residential type of landscape. Talking about the landscape, one of the, uh, the signature pieces of what you do is that you do landscape and design, but you do it, uh, you really do it in, a, in an organic way, and there's a special way that you do your design. Talk about that. Yes. It's environmentally well, friendly, for one. <laughs> Well, we like to incorporate a lot of permaculture, which is the ability to work with the land and look at the natural grade, take advantage of the wind and sun patterns, so that when you design your landscape, it efficiently cools your residence, allows you to have the views that you want out of your windows. It can help heat a home in the wintertime. And then we actually have gone into a very specialized part of landscape architecture, and that is green roof construction. Now, what is that? Green roof construction. Yes, ma'am. Instead of having those asphalt shingles up on top of your house that let's say you lived in Houston or in the southern part of the United States or even Arizona, if you put a thermometer up on that roof in the summertime, it's going to reach temperatures between 150 and 186 degrees. If you paint that roof white, you will get temperatures around 120 to maybe 140 or 50. But if we actually put some perlite on the roof and plant plants on there, the average roof temperature stays between 80 and 90 degrees. And the reason for that, Jennifer, is? Most people put their air conditioning unit in the attic. And so your poor little air conditioning unit has to cool from 186 degrees to 76 or from 150 to 76. But if you spend the money to put plants on your roof, and I'm not talking about sod, I'm talking about flowering plants, herbs, things that can sequester carbon so that you can get your carbon credit, then your little air conditioning unit only has to cool from 86 degrees or 90 degrees down to 76. And generally, you cut your utility bills in half on day one. Right. So we're talking about having a roof that is not asphalt, not metal, but a wood roof, correct? Well, it's got plants on it, yeah, and you can make the same kind of designs on your roof that you do on a landscape. So it starts to reclaim habitat land for birds and butterflies and bees and 
all the great little things. Where uh, where has this been done? Where are we seeing this happen? Well, uh, actually, the first historical landscape was the Hanging Gardens of Babylon about a thousand years before Christ. They have been extremely prolific throughout Europe and Asia. And now we're starting to see them pop up in North America in places like Portland, Chicago, New York, Atlanta, Houston. In fact, uh, the Marriott in downtown Houston has a green reef on it that we did in 2003. And that one actually has 13 trees on the roof. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, folks, you can give us a call. If you're listening today live, which is August 6th at 2 p.m. Eastern or 11 a.m. Pacific, give us a call live at 866-472-5788. My guest today is Jennifer Apple, and she is the owner of – she is involved in environmentally friendly landscaping, creating healthy soil, and benefits also of non-GMO food, which you're going to talk to next. She has spent 14 years as the owner of a design-build landscape architecture firm specializing in sustainable design and maintenance. And the name of her company is Landscape Vitamins. And you can log on to landscapevitamins.com or you can log on to Landscape Houston. And she has been with the American Institute of Architects, the American Society of Landscape Architects, and we're really talking today about creating an environmentally healthy lifestyle. So if you have a green thumb or if you really like to get out there or you're building something and you want to make it environmentally friendly, give us a call during this interview because Jennifer is experienced in talking about uh, nutritional value of food that's grown in non-conventional methods as well as water quality and as well as conventional and organic methods of fertilization. So again, give us a call, 866-472-5788. If you're listening on August 6th, which is Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, you are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned, folks. We'll be right back. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Here's a show for baseball players, coaches, parents, and those who love the game. At least 90% of sports success, including baseball, requires mental strength in order to fully benefit from technical ability. And the higher the competition level, the more critical it becomes to possess mental muscle. Tune in every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time to Championship Thinking, hosted by Jim Meyer, and brought to you by the National High School Baseball Coaches Association. Jim, sports psychology coach, trainer, and author of numerous articles and the workbook, Championship Thinking, Building Mental Muscle in Baseball, simplifies the mental game with easy-to-understand tools and tips. With his weekly guest, Jim draws from successes with professionals, college, high school, and youth teams, coaches, and players. Learn how to remain confident and focused at crunch time when pressure, tension, and anxiety like to make an uninvited appearance. Tune in and tune up your mental and technical knowledge and skills with Championship Thinking every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time right here on America's Voice, Voice America. Ever wonder what are the favorite travel destinations of the Hollywood Jet Set? Where do celebrities like to go when they aren't walking the red carpet? Tune in to Traveris Celebrity Travel Talk with president of Traveris, David Manning, and Lisa O'Hurley, golf aficionado and wife of actor John O'Hurley. 
On Travera's Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa talk with well-known actors, sports celebrities, and entertainment insiders to find out about their favorite travel destinations and what they recommend. On Travera's Celebrity Travel Talk, David and Lisa also offer up feature vacations each week and last-minute deals for your next getaway. Find out what's new and exciting in the travel industry, as well as how to raise money for your nonprofit organizations while enjoying a wonderful vacation. Travera Celebrity Travel Talk with David Manning and Lisa O'Hurley broadcasts each Tuesday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Travera Celebrity Travel Talk, your inside look into celebrities and travel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Well, hello, everyone. We are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. Always happy to be with you. And today we're talking about creating an environmentally healthy lifestyle. And we're talking about from giving vitamins to our plants and to, uh, the, to our environment, as well as talking about water quality and water and composting and many more things that really speak to being environmentally healthy and being conscious about it as well. My guest is an expert. Her name is Jennifer Apple. And Jennifer Apple is the owner of a design landscape firm which is an architecture firm also specializing in sustainable design and maintenance. And her company is Landscape Vitamins, and you can log on to landscapevitamins.com. And we're talking about organics and water quality and plant vitamins and environmentally friendly landscaping as well so we can create healthy soil to grow things that are, that are friendly for all of us. Before I reintroduce my guest, I want to talk about my new sponsor, Jane Iredell's Mineral Makeup, which is made from Earth's minerals, speaking of the Earth. This amazing makeup feels weightless and gives unsurpassed coverage to achieve a skin that looks healthy and youthful. I use it. I love it. My skin has never looked better. It doesn't have any fillers like talc or skin sensitizers. And this this mineral makeup is a foundation, concealer, powder, and sunscreen all in one. If you have sensitive skin... Whatever kind of skin you have, it comes highly recommended from dermatologists and plastic surgeons. So to find out more about Jane Iredell's Mineral Makeup, you can email Michelle Fenske, M-F-E-N-S-K-E, at Jane Iredell, J-A-N-E-I-R-E-D-A-L-E dot com, or you can call Michelle at 678-472-3866, 678-472-3866. Wonderful mineral makeup. And we are speaking about the earth today and minerals and health. And my guest, again, is Jennifer Apple, who is the owner of Landscape Vitamins. Welcome, Jennifer. Welcome back. Good to be back. Thank you. You know, it's very interesting to me because you have achieved a lot at a young age. You have two companies. You specialize in landscape architecture that that really gives us the sustainable design and maintenance. Was this a passion for you? How did you come into this and be able to create it really at a young age? Uh, my grandmother and my mother instilled a lot of interest in me in the environment, in wildflowers, in, in understanding the relationship and the integrity that we have as, as people 
living on the land, and we need to take care of it in a way that's not just good for us, but also good for our children and our future generations to come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So having said that, were there things that you were doing as a child? Were you planting things? Were you using compost? I mean, what oh, yeah. what were you conjuring up as a, as a child? I was one of those kids that played in the dirt all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, and you still are. <laughs> as a matter of fact, I'm still a kid that loves to play in the dirt. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, now I look at it really from much more of a professional aspect. I mean, we, we do actually microscopy soil. We do microscopy, look, at, look under the microscope. Mm -hmm. and see what what's in there. I mean, what are we walking on and what's helping to grow plants efficiently? And that's really where the vitamins come in. Where did you get the soil microbiology training? Uh, the Soil Food Web from Dr. Elaine Ingham started back in 1996 and I've been working closely with her for a little over 10 years and working on developing methods for feeding the bugs in the soil so that we can grow the right populations to make plants grow. Speaking of making plants grow, let's talk about really the name of your company, Landscape Vitamins. You have created a combination of vitamins for people to use for their landscape and their plants. Yes, ma'am. Uh, we want to feed the soil instead of kill things so that we can increase the beneficial population. And the good guys always out-compete the bad guys. You know, when you get a cold, you go to the doctor and he gives you some antibiotics and it knocks everything down. And the job is for you to get healthy enough so that the good organisms in your body will over and out-compete the bad guys. And the exact same thing happens in the soil. And what are some of the vitamins you use in the soil, Jennifer? Well, we work closely with agricultural growers who are doing organic programs and bringing organic food to grocery stores. And our products are made from their products. So we know what they're using in order to make their food, and we take their food residuals and turn them back into vitamins. Are there, are there similar vitamins in this combination that we as humans use? Absolutely. Human beings and plants are only one atom apart. So if it's good for us, it's good for them. If it's not good for us, it's probably not good for them either. Remember when you were a kid, they told you if it was really stinky, it was good? Yeah. <laughs> that's a lie. <laughs> if it's really stinky, it's not good. Right. Well, that's like food. You know, if it smells bad or it, or it just has a funny smell, then... We want to stay away from it. So do you use vitamins, these landscape vitamins, that have things like vitamin C and vitamin A? I mean, are, are those types of vitamins in your products? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact. Um, it's listed on the label. It is registered as a feed with the state of Texas. And we've found that different vitamins... C has different properties than B, A, or D, or E, selenium. And it depends on what you're trying to grow. If you want to grow flowers, you're going to use a different type of, of food source than you would if you were trying to grow grass because grass doesn't actually flower. So it uses a different set of nutrients than a tree would or a flowering plant versus, say, um, roses, 
which only bloom for part of the year, or something that is a complete evergreen that, that never actually flowers but is green all year long. So you have different vitamins for different species, so to speak. Absolutely. It is very specific. Just like if you were cooking Christmas dinner and you were having people from the north and people from the south there, you're going to have different kinds of stuffing and different kinds of bread because different guys like different foods. So, and plants are no different. Talk about one product that we hear a lot about and talk about this product and versus or in comparison to what you're doing with landscape vitamins. We hear a lot about miracle Grow. People say, oh, I'm going to go out, I'm going to use miracle Grow, and everything will grow. Well, while that is absolutely true, if you look on the back of the label, and it says keep out of reach of children and it's caustic, and you look at the first couple ingredients on there, those are all byproducts of natural gas production. And the question is, do you think that your plants are going to go better with some synthetic, uh, a product that was made from oil, or do you think that they would grow better with things like beans and fish? And how can people get these products? Do they go onto your website? Are they sold in stores in terms of the natural the landscape vitamins? No, actually, all of our products are custom blended, and they can only be purchased through the website. It's interesting. It's almost like making tinctures for folks that want their own herbs. I mean, when you think about it, if you wanted to have a combination of herbs and you didn't feel well, you had a cold or you had the flu, and an herbalist would make something up for you, this sounds very similar. It is exactly the same process. Jennifer, let's talk about water. There is such a controversy about water, and I've interviewed lots of people that talk about it. You know, and you hear what the consensus that I hear is that the best water is our own tap water with reverse osmosis, with a process that that we purchase and just using our own tap water. And the other thing that I hear is that we have to be very careful of bottled water in terms of the source and also keeping our water in plastic bottles that are being exposed to the heat. So please address water. Well, thank you. Uh, I spent about 10 years as a subcontractor for water production in Houston and learned a great deal about how we get our water, how we potabilize it, and how we send it through the tap to your house. If you'd like to know about the quality of your water anywhere in the United States, it is, you can Google where you live and water quality. And there's a website that every single place in the U.S. has to list the quality of their water on an annual basis. In fact, if you're in Houston, they send you a water quality report in the spring along with your water bill, and it will tell you what exactly they use to, to clean the water and what trace chemicals are still in the water when it comes to your house, which is why people started going to reverse osmosis. And I did that also. I've done charcoal, UV, and RO. But the RO, reverse osmosis, takes all the minerals out of the water. So what you have to do is actually put rocks back in, specific types of rocks, to add minerals back into the water, which your body actually needs. If you so what do you suggest to people, Jennifer, about water then? I like Mountain Valley Spring Water. It is bottled in glass. It comes from Arkansas, and it has also been served in the White House for more than 100 years. 
Say that again. That is Mountain Valley Spring Water, and they don't pay me to advertise for them. And they have the minerals are there. So what you're saying is it's in glass, so it's not in plastic. And if you do the reverse osmosis, you're not getting the minerals. Where you're saying that this is a this is a, the bottled water right from the mountain spring that has the minerals in it. Yes, ma'am. And that you bring up a really good point about how it's bottled. Water that is bottled in a plastic container, when that plastic container hits sunlight, the UV starts to break down the plastic and it leaches biphenols and bisphenols into the water. And these chemicals are toxic to the human body. So water that is bottled in plastic that gets in sunlight actually is, is not beneficial to the human body. You always want to locate water that is bottled in glass. In fact, Avion only puts water in plastic bottles in the United States. They will not put their water in a plastic bottle in any other country in the world. Interesting. All right. On that note, we're going to take a break. My guest today is Jennifer Apple. Jennifer Apple is the owner of a landscape architecture firm specializing in sustainable design and maintenance. The name of her company is Landscape Vitamins. And you can log on to landscapevitamins.com or landscapehouston.com. We're talking about how to create an environmentally healthy lifestyle, including organics, water quality, plant vitamins, environmentally friendly landscaping, and healthy soil. And next we're going to talk about the benefits of non-GMO food and exactly what that is. If you're listening today on August 6th, uh, you can, and you're listening at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, you can call us live and ask your question to Jennifer, who's really an expert in this field. And the number to call is 866-472-5788. You're listening to Positive Living. I'm Patricia Raskin. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787, Hello? and ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Wine and Women is not your boring wine geek show. It is rather a fresh, fast-paced approach featuring interesting stories and entertaining segments about wine and wine-related topics through a warm and chatty format that will appeal especially to women, men optional. Hosted by wine connoisseurs and luxury lifestyle experts, Julie Brosterman, Lisa Kring, Sharon Borston, and Jeanette Oku, Wine and Women takes listeners to Napa, Sonoma, and other wine regions worldwide to meet the best as well as the newest winemakers, to restaurants to meet top chefs and sommeliers, to wine-themed spas, wine country getaways, even into supermarket wine aisles where Women and Wine Angels swoops down and helps shoppers to get their wine picks and more. Women in Wine broadcasts each Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Women in Wine, enjoying life one sip at a time. Hey, Dad. What? I can't get the ketchup bottle open. Here, let me try. Here you go. Thanks. You don't have to be a hero to be a hero. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. 
To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. The Financial Truth with Carla Cargill will bring a passionate, spirit-filled voice to talk radio, which will empower you to unleash your wealth within. Listen live every Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Central Time on the Voice America Network as Carla shares common-sense wealth-building principles with a twist of humor that will take you from living paycheck to paycheck to living a life of more than enough. Join Carla every Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time and discover your money personality and learn the Ten Commandments to Wealthy Living. You will no longer be held captive by financial bondage. Let Carla Cargill teach you the financial truth, and the truth will set you free. Had an accident? The people you may encounter may be attorneys, doctors, and insurance agents. How do you protect yourself and your family? Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff, an experienced trial attorney and former legislator. Attorney Woodruff and his expert guests assist and inform on what to do in a crisis, what steps to take, what to avoid, and most important, what you need to know to get through the process. Meeting by Accident broadcasts every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Because being informed makes all the difference. Tune into Meeting by Accident with attorney Tom Woodruff. VoiceAmerica.com Everyone, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. The wonderful guest on for you today. Her name is Jennifer Apple, and she is an RLA CSFIA, which all translates into being the owner of a design of a design build landscape architecture firm specializing in sustainable design and maintenance. And uh, we're talking about how we can create an environmentally healthy lifestyle. And speaking of that. Um, Jennifer is going to be presenting a week-long seminar at Pura Vida, Costa Rica. And you can log on to my site to learn more about that, raskinresources.com slash apple, A-P-P-E-L dot H-T-M. But just go to raskinresources.com and look at seminars. And we explain what Jennifer's doing. And it's an exciting week in Costa Rica and exciting to work with her. And, again, it's all about creating an environmentally healthy lifestyle. So during this week-long program, Jennifer, what are some of the things you're going to be covering? We will be talking about water and water quality. And we'll probably be learning how to distinguish good water from bad water and why it's so important to have a water with a pH of at least 7.4 and how you can test water before you drink it so you know whether or not to even purchase the water or drink it. Uh, We will be talking about GMO food versus organic food, its nutrient quality, uh, how to prepare different types of organic recipes. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that for a minute, the GMO food. Okay. Um, I've Notice that there are a lot of people that don't really realize what a genetically modified organism is. Uh, genetic modification is where they actually splice genes and they use pig genes in order to do this. And I think the landscapers really had a huge part in bringing this forward. And I say that because if you looked uh, 15 years ago at a landscape, 
and you looked at the color of pansies or the color of impatiens that were available to you at that time, the selection was relatively thin. However, today, we can get salmon impatiens or tempo pink impatiens or white or yellow or any color, and that is because of genetic modification. We've been doing it uh, with roses for many, many years. However, the breeding has changed a little bit. So the majority of food that is consumed today in the United States and the world has been altered to become a dominant species and also to be a sterile species. And this is so that the companies that genetically modify the food alter the seeds so that they will grow for only one season and then they will not be able to reproduce so that you go buy more seeds the next year. The good and the bad of that is that while it is extremely profitable, you are eating food that is made sterile. So what you're saying then, does your body absorb that food as well or not? Oh, absolutely. You are what you eat. So if you are eating food that has been altered, the biggest thing that we have noticed with scientific data is that genetically modified food does not have, and I repeat, it does not have the nutrient quality of an organic food of the same, the same type, like a tomato that is genetically modified will taste kind of like cardboard, <laughs> in my opinion, and a heirloom tomato that is grown completely organic with compost and vitamins will taste like a tomato. And a lot of people in today's society don't remember what real food tastes like. So your recommendation to people, if they can, is to buy organic or grow organic. I recommend growing organic because the organic standards within the United States government have changed significantly over the past couple years to the point where the chemicals that are used to grow the food will alter the nutrient uptake of the plant. And when organic got the Organic Materials and Review Institute, OMRI, was started a while back, they had some pretty hard rules about saying you can't use a, a long list of specific chemicals. But quite recently, they have overturned that decision and have decided that certain amounts of chemicals would be acceptable to still make organic, to still allow the product to be sold as an organic product. And I personally do not agree with the rulings that have occurred. What if you buy organic from a farm, a local farm? Then you're talking real organic. Okay. That, that's very So good. now in this workshop, going back to the workshop at Pura will you be, you'll be talking about organics, and then you will also be having people create their own compost so that they'll understand some of this. Explain that. Absolutely. Uh, approximately 60% of all landfills all landfills have things put in them like grass clippings, leaves, yard waste, food waste, paper, cardboard, things that can easily and readily be broken down in a 4 by 4 backyard compost bin and reused on your own property. Um, I look at the ability to have what we call a zero loss or zero net site where all the products that hit the ground should be able to be recomposted and put back out, at least in the forest. Nobody 
crates up the leaves that are there, and that's what gives it that dark, rich, wonderful, earthy smell. So it also provides good cover for the organisms in the soil so that you don't need to water as much. So then in this workshop in Costa Rica, people will go around the land and find things to create compost? Absolutely. We'll even talk about how people can do it in their own backyard and thereby save a lot of money by not having to buy fertilizers or chemicals as well as reduce the water that they do in their property and still have beautiful-looking yards. Do you suggest that people do any testing of their own plants or soil and bring you results so you can look at those? Absolutely. We work very closely with the Soil Food Web. There are several different testing laboratories, and you basically just take a plastic baggie and put about a cup of soil in there and mail it off to them, and they'll do, there's two types of tests. There's a $35 test, and there's a $275 test, and I suggest doing the small test the first time just to find out what bugs you have in the soil. And a lot of times you'll be missing some certain species that would be very, very beneficial to keep you from having any pests or diseases. So they can do the inexpensive test. Oh, absolutely. The, the first, first one. Always. And then bring that, bring that to the workshop, bring you results, and you can work with that to help people design a plan for their, for their home. Absolutely. Yes. And since most subdivisions, everything's been torn down and they bring structural fill in and then build the houses on top, most all the good biology that was there that did allow water to percolate down into the aquifers below their homes no longer exists. And that's, we, we can go into a whole new tangent of why do foundations fail, why do they crack, and how come we're having so many problems with structural stability. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that the moisture content in the soil is not being regulated by the bugs. So if we can put those things back in, the homes will actually be better places to live, and it'll be more. And that's something that you can really customize when people come to the workshop and help them with. Oh, sure. You know, the other thing is that since you do design techniques for healthy environments, are you going to be teaching people some basic design techniques for their own landscaping? Oh, absolutely. I, I love it when people bring in a picture of their front yard and their backyard and say, this is what I have, and this is what I want it to do. You know, I, I want it to flower 365 days a year, unless, of course, you live in a, a snowy area where you get no plants in the wintertime. But, you know, something that's going to flower, that's going to accent the property value so that you're increasing the value of your home and also your peace of mind. So really, in this workshop at Pura which we want to let everybody know, is going to be in December. And it will be December 8th to 15th in Pura Vida in Costa Rica in Alajuela, which is about 20 minutes from the San Jose airport. But the key here from what you're saying, Jennifer, is that what people are going to gain is a personalized plan that they can go home and use to create a healthy and friendly environment in the landscape, in their yards, and in terms of growing their own food if they want to. Absolutely. Well, realize that you send your kids or your dogs and cats out into the yard, and whatever you've put in that yard, they're going to track back into your house and into your carpet. So it's not just the, the landscape, but it also translates into environmental and indoor air quality as well. And that, will work, and that you can help folks with as well. Sure, because so we're talking now about allergens. All right, we're going to take a break. 
My guest today is the very talented Jennifer Apple, who is the owner of Landscape Vitamins. You can log on to landscapevitamins.com or you can log on to landscapehouston.com. She's the owner of this firm, which is a design-build landscape architecture firm specializing in sustainable design and maintenance. We're talking about how we can create an environmentally healthy lifestyle and also about the workshop and seminar that she's bringing to Pura in Costa Rica the week of December 8th to 15th, 2007. It's a wonderful week. If you want more information, you can log on to landscapevitamins.com or definitely go to my website, raskinresources.com, and look at seminars and go to the Pura piece, and it will explain the costs and the fees and exactly what's going to be covered, which is what we're talking about today. And this interview will be on my site and also on the Voice America site as well. All right, folks, you're listening to Positive Living. Stay tuned. You can call us after the break at 866-472-5788. I'm Patricia Raskin. We'll be right back. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. Yeah! If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Albert Einstein once said, Nothing happens until something moves. Will your movement towards realizing a dream, making a long-lasting change to your life, or simply putting a daily smile on your face is just a click away. Tune into Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney and free your mind, open your heart, and ignite action in your life. Host and commander in change, empowerment coach, and international speaker, Scott Chesney shares his insights to making the most out of your daily lives. Scott interviews people who are maximizing their lives, the most recognizable transformationalists and leaders around the world, as well as those hometown heroes that move, touch, and inspire the best in all of us. Stay tuned into Maximizing Life for Scott's one-on-one coaching with callers. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney broadcasts each Monday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Maximizing Life with Scott Chesney, inspiring you to live life with passion, purpose, and limitless potential. West Coast Business Review and host Amy Campbell presents Show Me the Business. Each week, you'll hear exciting guests give you vital information on advancing your business and career. Learn how others have built their empires, from best-selling authors to renowned entertainers. Listen every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 noon Pacific time on voiceamericaradio.com. Visit our website at www.westcoastbusinessreview.com. West Coast Business Review's Show Me the Business, connecting you to the business world. In the ever-changing world of real estate, Mark Heller and Brian Church bring to Internet Talk Radio all the latest information, trends, and changes in the real estate market. And these guys pull no punches. That's Real Estate Talk with Mark Heller and Brian Church every Sunday afternoon at 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Hi, 
everyone, we are back. You are listening to Positive Living, and I'm Patricia Raskin. And we are talking about building a sustainable design and maintenance in terms of our landscape and in terms of having an environmentally friendly and healthy lifestyle for our landscape, for our environment, for our plants, uh, in terms of water and organics. And my guest today is Jennifer Apple, who is the owner of Landscape Vitamins, you can log on to landscapevitamins.com or landscapehouston.com. And her firm is a landscape architecture firm specializing in sustainable design and maintenance. And before we bring Jennifer back, I want to talk briefly about my wonderful new sponsor, Jane Iredell, which, speaking of the earth, has created a mineral makeup, which is made from the earth's mineral. This makeup is something that I wear, I love, it does feel weightless and really gives wonderful coverage and your skin just will feel healthy and youthful. They use no fillers or talc or skin sensitizers and no preservatives. And it's really a makeup and foundation and concealer and sunscreen all in one and highly recommended by dermatologists and plastic surgeons. And me, because I use it and love it, contact Michelle Fensky at Jane Iredell. And that would be M F E N S K E at Jane Iredell, J A N E I R E D A L E dot com for a retailer near you. Or you could call Michelle at 678 472 3866. That was again 678 472 3866. Or contact me at Patricia at RaskinResources.com and I'll get you in touch with her. Now, speaking of the earth and speaking of earth-friendly, my guest again is Jennifer Apple, who again is the owner of Landscape Vitamins. Welcome back, Jennifer. All right, let's talk about something that for those of us who don't do a lot of landscaping but love plants, the main thing that we often hear is we kill our plants. Either we give them too much water, Jennifer, or we don't give them enough water. And how do you know when? Where's that fine line? Actually, that's a fantastic question. Thank you, Patricia. Plants talk just like human beings, but their language is a little different than ours. And when you look at a leaf, and it has got dark green veins in the center, and it's a very dark leaf, that's usually a very healthy plant. However, when that leaf starts to turn yellow and get spots on it, and you can see dark green veins, but the leaf itself has turned kind of a paler green or starts to turn yellow, that generally means that the plant is getting too much water. And water is actually heavy. It weighs about 8.34 pounds per gallon, and it sits on the ground, and and it, it compacts the soil. So when you get a lot of rain or if you irrigate your landscape for a long period of time, you'll have a lot of weight there. Allow me to explain. As the leaf turns yellow, it's telling you he's, he's flooding and he can't breathe. A lot of irrigation systems that I see, and we've been installing them for years, people turn their clocks up to 20 minutes per zone. And what, what that translates to in the ground is 20 minutes of water, and let's say that you have a 10-gallon-per-minute uh, zone, that's 200 gallons of water going down, and let's call the weight of water at 10 pounds per gallon. You put 2,000 pounds of water on your landscape. I mean, that's half a car. So the compaction issue is an issue, as well as the fact that the plant is getting just far more water than it really needs. 
Nobody goes out and waters the forest. So plants, by their very nature, if they have good biology in the soil, can pull moisture out of the air. And when we start looking at water rationing, realize that in the city of Houston, almost half the water that is created goes directly to landscape use. So we don't conserve water when we overwater our landscapes. We also kill them. And do you think we're doing that more, Jennifer? Are we overwatering more or underwatering more? We are definitely overwatering more. We do that by planting things like St. Augustine grass, which is not really a grass. It's a genetically modified organism that is created in a test tube. You cannot buy a seed for it because seed does not exist for St. Augustine grass. And it takes a lot of water to make it look green. You also know you're overwatering if you get brown patch. Brown patch is a fungus that likes water. So if you have a low spot in the yard, when it rains, water will stand in that area. The oxygen will be depleted from that area. The brown patch is allowed to grow, and brown patch just looks like somebody threw a giant pizza out on the ground. That's a perfect circle. And so people go and buy a chemical to kill the brown patch. What they should be doing is making some compost with their leaves and grass clippings and dumping compost into that area to raise the level of the soil so that you don't have the low spot, thereby allowing water to hold a brown patch to get started. And, and speaking of water, um, aren't we w- trying to work with some national standards in terms of conserving water? Well, if you live in California or Alabama at the moment, you know, you know about water rationing. And... The issue is, do you want to put it on your plants or do you want to be able to drink it if we only have a finite amount of drinkable or potable water? Um, In my experience, people generally overwater their landscape because the guy who installed the irrigation system set the clock at 20 minutes per zone for everything, and they don't know how to change the clock in order to reduce the amount of water that goes out there. A rain sensor, which costs 50 bucks, will automatically stop your irrigation system from running whenever it's raining and for anywhere from one to three days after that rain to allow the soil to dry out a little bit and the plants to grow. It's a cheap fix, a cheap basic fix for most irrigation systems. We have, we're just about out of time, but I want to let people know that all of this and more is going to be in your wonderful workshop, which is really going to talk about an environmentally healthy uh, landscape and how we can create that and that what we're really going to talk about in your week-long workshop at Pura from December 8th to 15th is we're going to work with organics, water quality, plant vitamins, composting. People are going to make their own environmentally friendly landscaping designs. They can bring their soil. You can help them really create the kind of environment that they want to. And Costa Rica is such a beautiful, plush place. You can log on to raskinresources.com, which is my website, and go to seminars and just look up Jennifer Apple, or you can go to landscapevitamins.com, which will redirect you back to mine, and you can sign up. Uh, for this wonderful workshop. Jennifer, we have uh, very little time in a sentence or so. What would you like to leave our listeners with in terms of your message today? I hope that the listeners today go forward with a positive attitude knowing that they can do something that will allow their lives to be more enriched and more healthy as well as being a teaching tool for those that are to come. And I want to thank you, Patricia, for allowing me the hour 
to speak with you, and I look forward to seeing a wonderful class in Costa Rica, December 8th through 15th. Thank you so much for coming on the program, Jennifer. Stay on the line. Thank you. It was wonderful. Folks, next week, my guest is Jenny Lass. She is the co-author of Grain-Free Gourmet, Delicious Recipes for Healthy Living. And she's really going to talk about the joy of eating and improving your health using whole and processed foods. And if you have digestive issues such as lactose intolerance or celiac disease, this is really the program for you. And she also talks about her, her program and her foods and her cooking is based on the SCD program, which is specific carbohydrate diet. And she'll talk about easy, lactose-free, gluten-free recipes and how to set up a healthy kitchen and just some wonderful things. So tune in next week to Positive Living. Just want to say as I close each week, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. Until next time, I'm Patricia Raskin for Positive Living. Have a wonderful Monday and a wonderful week. been listening to Positive Living with Patricia Raskin, a catalyst for positive change. For an autographed copy of Patricia's new book, Pathfinding, Seven Principles for Positive Living, log on to raskinresources.com and tune in next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, right here on voiceamerica.com.